listening to the Naked and Known podcast, where we want to break down the fear of imperfection and find true healing through the practice of vulnerability. It's starting? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Naked and Known. I am Tia. I'm Jossie. And am I going to say Jocelyn? No, say Jossie. <laughs> Scratch well, that whatever part. you want to be, I guess. <laughs> I'm Josie. Jo- and I'm Tina. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, all right. Let's edit, edit that, that out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Naked and Known. I am Tia. I'm Jocelyn. Um, we were just going to start by telling you a little bit about ourselves, um, where we're from. So I'm from... <laughs> where are we from, Dia? <laughs> You're from here. <laughs> From Indiana. Start again. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Naked and Known. I am Tia. And I'm Jocelyn. Um, we just wanted to start out with telling you a little bit about ourselves. Um, so I'm from the Midwest, Glen Ellen, Illinois, and I currently live in Lombard. Um, I grew up with four sisters and... Um, I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about our family. <laughs> yeah, our family and experiences growing up um, in later podcasts. But um, I'm currently married. I've been married for eight years. Um, I have two boys. My first boy, Ronnie, is four and a half. He's adopted. And um, our second is two and a half. He's biological and crazy. And um, <laughs> I am a nurse. I work uh, part-time at uh, an internal med office, and I love where I work. It's it's just such an awesome environment. Um, I'm an Enneagram 6, which I'm sure I'll be talking a lot about on this, um, but fear definitely is something that drives me a lot, something that I'm always kind of fighting against. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Well, again, I'm Tia, and I grew up in a town called Goshen, Indiana. I went to school in Middlebury. It's a little Amish town, north northern Indiana. Um, and I have one sister and one brother. And, um, okay, I'm the third. Mm-hmm. I am the third born. Um, baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> my brother lives out in Colorado, <laughs> and um, my sister lives in Indiana. And I've, I've got a few nieces and nephews and a few on the way. I live with my husband in West Chicago. Now we moved here about six years ago. We've been married six and a half years. And um, we love, we love West Chicago. Okay. So what do I do? I am a ceramic artist. So I started that uh, back in high school. It was like a blow off class. And then I, um, I ended up turning it into a business called Tall Pine Pottery. I do markets, I do parties, and I do um, I teach. So I love what I do, among other things. Um, and I'm an Enneagram One, which is the perfectionist. So uh, I'm a kind of a control freak, and I like things a certain way. <laughs> so you will learn more about me. But there are positive things about <laughs> Enneagram six and one. (laughs) We went straight to the negatives. (laughs) That's what stands out to us. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Always trying to improve, says the one. So, so yeah. So, we kind of wanted to give you a brief um, just overview of who we are. There's a lot more to us than just those things. But 
the reason why we are doing this podcast. Why are we doing this podcast, <laughs> Jocelyn? Well, um, I think <clears throat> originally it started with us just realizing that even in, you know, whatever the 10 years, no, not 10 years that we've known each other, like eight years or something. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Crack. Seems like <laughs> yeah. day Seems one like of life. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like we were born together. <laughs> um, <laughs> we um, we just have been through a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of crazy experiences that not, I mean, I know everybody has an interesting story, but it seems like these are things that don't happen to the average person. Right. Um. So, yeah, we just kind of wanted to, we've seen through the years how important community is and um, we just wouldn't have made it through these different seasons without it. So I think we want that for everybody, Um, but we feel that it has to start with being vulnerable and people actually knowing you. Um, And I think in a day where people kind of know you by your social media accounts. Yes. <laughs> Just not really the real you in case you thought it was. Right. Um, yeah. It's perfect in a picture. Yeah. You really have to fight hard, I think, against that and to be known and to know other people. So what yeah. do you think? Well, and it kind of just came <clears throat> to mind where this all even began. Um Three and a half years ago, we we had some crazy uproar in our lives happen. We will go into that later. But our husbands started doing uh, accountability with one another. And uh, we realized um, we were, in my mind, I was like, oh, that's so good that mm-hmm. they have each other to be accountable with. Like, they're going to deal with all their soon realized we have problems of our own us wives and um I think they pointed that out yeah they don't think we found that out ourselves (laughs) they said we should probably start doing um calls and stuff so we actually started doing weekly calls um and talking about really really hard things and um I think that's kind of where the next step actually Mm -hmm. took place because we've always been in community together but I think we, um, when this certain um, abruption happened, we realized that we needed a little more uh, depth to mm-hmm. our community and our accountability. So, um, and what what it's done for us, I mm-hmm. guess it's kept us on it's kept us on track. It's kept us closer to the Lord. It's made us ask questions that I've always had that I've been afraid to ask because I feel like, you know, they they might be uh, frowned upon or something. So there's a lot of, oh, oh and shame. There's a lot mm-hmm. of shame um, in asking questions or being vulnerable. I guess we've, we have tried to create a community of just being raw and honest with one another. And so um, we want other people to have that. And so we kind of just want to share our, our personal take of how we've done that. And um, so there's a lot of topics we want to touch on, but there are some topics that we have not uh, experienced in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so we've got some guest speakers that we will be having here on Naked and Known um, as the... Um, <laughs> we'll have some guests. Yeah. We'll have some guests, guests on, our, on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, I think the other thing we just wanted to talk about was what is our definition of vulnerability? And I guess I kind of touched on that with like, it's not 
sharing stories on social media. Um, and what does that look like for like our friendships and then in our marriages as well? Um, because I think there are different definitions, especially in marriage. There's just, a, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it depends on who you ask, but there are things, some things that are all known about each other in some marriages and then in others feels like you really don't know what's actually going on beneath the surface. So for us, you know, it's just being completely transparent and having, and it's not that you would be transparent with every friendship or, you know, you kind of have to have that like inner circle of people that you can really feel like you can bear all, but then there's the other people who, you know, you still want to be open and, and true to yourself and be the same person wherever you go. But yeah, there are different levels, of course, of sharing and that kind of thing. So how do we, how did that even begin? How do you even start to have a conversation like that with somebody you're close with? How do you even know they want to go there with you? Mm -hmm. Like, how did we begin that? Yeah. Well, I think the I think it starts with realizing your need for something like that. And sometimes it does take someone else pointing it out for you. Like I right. I remember my husband Steve had mentioned a few times that we should start an accountability group and I didn't understand what that would look like because I didn't feel like I had anything that I really right. struggled with on a day-to-day basis. Now I realize that that's false. And there are many things that I struggle with daily, um, relationally and just internally. So this was just a good place to kind of air out those things and to get feedback and encouragement and prayer. And, um, but I think starting the group, I think you kind of go with, start with who you're actually close to or the closest closest to and try to like take that relationship to the next level. I've found when I've reached out to people they're usually craving the same things I am, mm-hmm. um, but maybe people don't know how to ask or or know how to go about it. Um, yeah. So for us, it just started as like a, I mean, yeah, like Tia said, we had been friends for a long time and we were already close and knew each other well, but it was just about really setting aside a special time to have those conversations because we could socialize all day long, but yeah. It took a little more effort to really say, okay, for this hour on Wednesdays, we're going to, and we had another friend who did it with us. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit about the name too. This was Tia's name that she came <laughs> up with. We, we went through a few options of names <laughs> we could share with yes. you, but we landed on Naked and Known. I think just because it, it spoke to us, you know, like more than the others that... I think in our world and even in our marriages, you can be, you know, I mean, physically would be one one way to say it, but like you can be physically naked with someone and not really known by them. Right. But I think in the best relationships, just using marriage as an example, when you are naked and you are known, that's like the most freeing mm-hmm. way to be and place to be. You know that you're accepted, even though you're known in all of your ugly parts and your beautiful parts. Yeah. Actually, the other day I was driving and I was thinking about this and I had this thought, and I believe it's from the Lord, how Adam and Eve started off mm. naked and they they didn't know that they were naked. And God, obviously, when they bit that apple— they were known. And so, or they knew, they knew that, okay, I'm naked now. (laughs) 
So, and they tried to hide. And so I think that kind of goes along with this too, is when, um, when something we, we desire to live a life in the light. And so a lot of our lives have been in the dark. And so our journeys with our husbands, um, there's been some darkness there. And because of shame, things have been covered up in our families, in our friendships, in our churches. And we desire to live a life in the light. And so to be known, um, you have to tell people, you have to expose what's going on deep within those places that we are ashamed to share with others. And so we're not saying to share them with everyone. Obviously, it's people that you trust and you're closest with. I don't know, that just kind of came to me the other day about Adam and Eve and, and just that that vision of like, you know, God. That's such a good picture. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess I just, I was just thinking about that and how like, you know, you're in the garden and you're like one with God and then boom, it's like, there's a separation. Where, mm -hmm. where is that separation? It's because you, you did what you weren't supposed to do. And so we try to blame God for those things um, and say, well, why'd you leave me? Um, our pastor just mm -hmm. said yesterday, I love this. We're like, God, where'd you go? And then our pastor was like, if God is distant, who moved? And I love, it's so simple, mm. but it was like, oh yeah, like I'm the one who went distant from him. And when we distance ourselves, we keep, we keep justifying our sinful nature. And then years go by and all of a sudden it blows up and so many people are hurt by it. Or maybe you just live your whole life in this like deep, dark place and no one ever knew of that pain that you had. So naked and known is, it's it's to be vulnerable. It's to, it's a phrase that reminds us we have to live in, in God's light because we're not going to be able to live in his dark, or I mean, well, <laughs> his darkness. <laughs> live in darkness um, to be known. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you just, you can't be close to him. You know, you've moved away is what you're saying. Like when yeah. you're not living in the light and you're not being honest about where you're at. Yeah. Like he doesn't, he, you don't scare him with your feelings. You don't scare him. He knew you were naked the whole time. That's right. the interesting thing about the Adam and Eve, yeah. you know, um, but yeah. when you knew it, <laughs> you, you started to, to hide. And yeah, yeah, that's a really, really good picture of what we do in our lives because of shame and because of, you know, perfectionism, trying to do everything the right way. And when we don't, we we don't think we'll be accepted by God or by others. And right. that's another thing about, you know, vulnerability in relationships is you may be surprised, you know, when people at least your true friends and, and a good spouse will still be accepting you in the midst of those struggles, you know, without sharing them, you're just totally isolated. You're on your own. And like you said, there's no place for healing. So, mm -hmm. well, and then when you are able to expose those, those deep, dark places of your heart, there's such a weight that's lifted off. Mm -hmm. And, um, I know recently, uh, Jossie had to do some pursuing of, <laughs> friendship to me because I was going into dark zone. And so that's just an example of she showed me Christ in the midst of 
a place where I was trying to hide. And she was like, no, you're not going to hide. Like, we're going to talk about this. We're going to figure this out. And so since then, it's like, oh, yeah, like, I know I need this. I know I have to have this. But it's so easy to go into hiding. And where I go is I I internalize everything. I go like, nope, I can do it by myself. I don't need anyone. I, I just, I want to be alone. Like, and so... When I'm unhealthy, that's not healthy to do. When I, you know, I can, it's good to have alone time, but that was like a couple weeks of just like, no, I'm, I'm just going silent. That's another example of just like having that community and helping you, people that know you and know your, your struggles are going to help you pull out of that place of darkness. It's like when you're in it, all you think about, you're like a, like a racehorse with blinders on. It's like, no, I just have to survive. I have to like get through this. Somebody, and then you're just dying. I was just dying. And um, Jossie called me and like, what's going on with you? <laughs> and it was just like floodgates. You know, I can, can't even hold it back, the pain I was feeling. And then it's like after that conversation, I'm like, oh man, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's crazy how you think in that moment. It's like, nothing's going to help me. No conversation. No, like me, I like happy things that make me happy. I'll go to get a coffee or whatever. <laughs> like, I'll go work out. Nothing was helping me. Nothing. Like, mm. those little life perks or whatever. But that's why that's why we're doing this. That's And we were just reminded of that a couple weeks ago. And I think that's why we're, we're yeah. starting this now. So Well, and I think on that note, for me— which is just kind of like another perk of like a close friendship, I guess. When you, I think, started to like retreat, then I started feeling like, oh my gosh, I I did something wrong. I like messed this all up. I think like it also brought a lot of, like I think it took me back to some childhood memories Mm. where I felt rejected and didn't really know what to do with it. Cause I was like in my childhood memories, I was, I really didn't know what I had done in this case. You know, I, we had like a hard conversation and that might've done it, but, um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but for the childhood ones, you know, I was just so confused and I remember mm-hmm. feeling like oh, I must've done something, but I don't know what. And I, I just would try to figure it out. It happened, you know, on a couple occasions. And so I think in this case, when I, like brought it to you Mm -hmm. again and reached out when you were retreating Mm -hmm. instead of what I wanted to do, which was kind of like cower and shame my own shame about it. Cause I felt like, Oh, I, I did something. I, you know, our friendship will never be the same or whatever, wherever I go to in my dark places. Um, but then like after reaching out to you and you responding in like such a gracious and loving way towards me too, it was like actually healing like those Mm -hmm hard memories that I had had from childhood because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I, this is actually a true friend, not whatever I dealt with in my childhood. Right. Those were not true friends. Um, so yeah. So in yeah. that way, I mean, it goes both ways. Right. Right. Again, it's, it's showing Christ to each other. Like that's, it's just really hard for me to like pick myself up when I go that dark. The thing is, like I told my husband this the other day, Robbie is his name. Um, <laughs> I told Robbie, Hi, Robbie, I was like, I don't even want to be around me. Like I, the the person I don't want to be mm-hmm. around the most is myself, and I can't take my skin off. Like mm-hmm. it's that's how I I was feeling, and I don't 
that's kind of where I was at. And and then I'm like, who would even want to be around this? I don't want to be a burden to anyone. That's mm-hmm. how you feel. Like mm-hmm. there's specifically a person in, in my life that does that a lot. Like everything in her life is doom and gloom. And so it's like, yeah, you get exhausted being that person that's always like pulling on somebody. And so I feel like that's the instant thing I run to is like, oh, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer of the group or or whatever. So again, that's kind of a part of the naked and known thing. It's, um, I think at some point somebody's got to be like, okay, you got to, we got to like, I don't know. You can't always be a Debbie Downer, mm-hmm. but there's got to be a balance too of like going. Sure. Like being there for someone in that, in that place too. Is that what you mean? Okay. There's a balance between like somebody who sucks the life out of you and doesn't mm-hmm. do self-care mm-hmm. or like, they won't do anything to help themselves. And you're like, I can't help you. You won't help you, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's that or there's what happened with us. It's like, I see you hurting. I see you, you know, going inward. Like, let's figure this out. And then I take steps to become healthier. So there is a difference like, okay, I'm seeing through the, you know, the fog or whatever. Like there is light at the end of the tunnel of life. Mm -hmm. And, but there is also like, people who don't want to help themselves they want to stay stuck yeah and that's and that's another whole level of being vulnerable and and having a friend being like yeah you don't want to help you you Mm -hmm. know you but you got to change yeah so yeah Yeah, those people need honesty in their lives too yeah but it can yeah it can be hard when you don't get a response and try to have those conversations so right so well, that concludes our first episode. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty good, I guess. <laughs> oh, we were going to share our other podcast names. Oh, yes. <laughs> could end let's, with that. Yeah, let's end with that. <laughs> so we had <laughs> <laughs> Naked and Known is what we gave them. Naked Reflections, which can bring up all sorts of images for you. Um, raw <laughs> Reflections. Natural Reflections. <laughs> We liked we liked reflections for a while, I guess, um, and exposed reflections. Wait, but you no, said there was naked, a naked and exposed. The too. first name ever when I texted Jazzy about like we were talking about this podcast. I said naked and exposed, and then <laughs> not a What's good. What's that TV show? The survival survival naked one? and naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. <laughs> we could have done naked. <laughs> could have got me that one. But glad we the, didn't. The reason why even. Okay, so you'll hear more of our story, um, but Naked too is like if somebody's going and they're looking for a podcast, maybe not for good reasons, um, we are hoping that our podcast uh, pops up Mm -hmm. and it kind of could um, red flag some people like, hey, what's this? I'm going to listen to it. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey. Hey, some truth. Boom. Truth. Boom. (laughs) So that's why um, if this name makes you uncomfortable, then I guess it should. That's why we chose it. (laughs) To make your skin crawl a little bit. Sorry for what else might pop up when you go to find it, though. (laughs) We apologize (laughs) in advance. Because I have not looked that up yet. So So. we'll see how that goes. So yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. We're out. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, leave us a review and click subscribe.